Jeff's, Jeff's Wonder Man. And welcome in no uncertain terms to yet another edition of Jeff's Wonderland. I'm Jeff Healy, musician, comedy enthusiast, casual observer, amateur barista, songwriter and all-round human being. And in the next 17 minutes, I'm going to be taking you on a wild ride through the back alleys of my brain, the corridors of my cerebrum and the craters and canyons of my consciousness. So buckle up. Now, before we get started, there's something that's been on my mind ever since I decided what sort of podcast I wanted to do. You see, I've been wondering what people might be likely to be doing during the time that they're listening to the show. Would they be driving, commuting to work on a train or a bus, splitting the atom, brushing their teeth, having a bite, shoplifting, taking a shower or escaping from prison? Yes, I suppose that's a bit ridiculous, expecting people to be listening to the show whilst taking a shower, because you wouldn't hear anything because of the sound of the water. But anyway, look, I'd really, really love you to drop me a line sometime and let me know how you spend your time during the Wonderland. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, now, if you're anything like me, you get bored with the same old routine. So in an effort to cater for all of us, I'm mixing the order of things up again today on the show and we're going to grab the bull by the horns right now and go straight into another potentially Academy Award winning edition of Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. I don't know what I know. This is what I know. Theory Time. Welcome back to Theory Time. Now, I seem to hear a lot these days about shrinking attention spans, particularly in relation to how social media algorithms are changing all the time to cater for this. Things were already speeding up exponentially well before Facebook came along about, I don't know, 12 years or so ago, for a whole bunch of technologically associated reasons. And now it seems that increasingly we have less and less time to devote to more and more things. Now, I don't have a problem with that, because to have a problem with that is to have a problem with reality. And reality is, well, pretty much what we've always been stuck with. I'll even go as far as to say that there are a lot of things I like about the fact that modern life has given us faster and easy access to a lot of really, really good stuff. But I sometimes wonder how far it's going to go. Now, this podcast is not that long, and I've done that deliberately because I figure the less of your attention I take the more you'll be likely to listen to it. But of course, there are a lot of podcasts out there which are an hour or more long, and a lot of those are doing very well indeed. Thank you very much. And meanwhile, movies and TV shows don't seem to have yet been affected by shrinking attention spans. So anyway, look, people have said since the beginning of time, probably, that life is just too short. So I'm going to take that a little bit further and suggest that the human race, more than anything else, would really like to be able to say, you know, life is just too long, right? Human beings have a history of being distracted by shiny things. And with technology, the media and the global market economy being what it is, we have more shiny things to distract us than we've ever had before. So when you combine that tendency with our desire to spend as little time as possible doing as many different things as we can, then what seems to be needed is a way to literally slow life down so we have time to do all of those things. The question is, how do we do it? Well, apart from human beings being incredibly self-destructive, the good news is that we're also quite brilliant. Often, to get what we want, 
or what we think we want. So could it be that the shrinking attention span is our way of artificially making life longer by enabling us to stuff more things into it? And is that a bad thing? Well, yes it could, and no it isn't. And being a forward-thinking person, I'm now planning a series of 17-second podcasts launching in 2030. This is what I know. Yes, that's it for another Theory Time. And Wonderlanders, today is a red-letter day. Because for the very first time, we've got a guest. But first, a bit of background. Given that right now most of us, to a greater or lesser extent, depending on where we are, are dealing with COVID-19 restrictions, lockdowns and so on, it's very easy for a lot of folks to feel isolated. And although here on the Wonderland we're indulging in the lighter side of things generally, one good mate of mine back in my hometown in Australia is actually doing more than sitting behind a microphone in his effort to cheer people up. Imagine. Yup, Brett Carnell has managed in just a couple of months whilst holding down a full-time real estate job and having an actual life to almost single-handedly motivate scores, in fact hundreds of Aussies, of all shapes and sizes, ages and fitness levels to get out onto those Gold Coast beaches with people they don't know and run, walk or swim their way through these challenging coronavirus days. Brett Carnell, welcome to my Wonderland. Thanks very much, Jeff. A real privilege to be on Wonderland with you. Now, Brett, you are one of the busiest people I know, and I've known you for a long time. (laughs) 47 years, mate, and you've always been super busy and super motivated. Now, just a matter of weeks ago, you started single-handedly, with no prompting from anybody, a social group that now has about 800 members. What's the deal with that, Brett? How did you do it? Why did you do it? And where do you get the energy to do it, Brett? In the words of my mum... I think, young man, you've got a bit of explaining to do. Thanks, Jeff. Look, um, we've all been through COVID and experienced different things. So my experience was I live in a uh, beachfront apartment block on the Gold Coast and I had a great mate here and he moved away. So that sort of left a huge hole in my social life. So I started to feel those pangs of loneliness and especially so because COVID was restricting us. Rather than be miserable, I decided to do something about it and I thought, why can't I bring other people, like-minded people together so that we could socialise in a COVID-safe way? And it just makes you feel better. People, psychologists, as you know, will tell you one of the greatest uh, strengths to improving your mental well-being and state of awareness is to have a social group that you can call on when things aren't going so well. Mate, to be perfectly honest, the way you're going, it's only going to be a few more days before you have to rename it again to something like Gold Coast Beaches Social Swarm. <laughs> Obviously, after the social distancing thing settles down a little bit, you know. One thing I'm really curious about, though, is when you started this, you started it from absolutely nothing. So how did you, you know, how did it kind of gain momentum? How did it get going? How it started, Jeff, is... I. Started it on July the 21st, took a knock on the chin because that day no one at all turned up. And I went to social media then and just put an extra effort in and called a couple of people up to join me. So day, week two, if you like, which would have been July the 28th, I actually had four people come along. But it's grown progressively and the way I've done it is by using Instagram and Facebook and putting the message out there 
One of the most important messages, Jeff, is that we are all inclusive. So in other words, it's fairly unique, really, no matter what your age, no matter what your religion, political persuasion, no matter what your gender, uh, no matter your fitness level, you're completely welcome to come. So right now, we've got over 850 followers two months later. Look, you are actually the antithesis, mate, of the typical lazy Australian, in my view. (laughs) Mate, you've been that busy. I'd be a little bit worried about having my Australian citizenship revoked and passport (laughs) confiscated on the grounds of doing way too much and putting the rest of the country to shame. No, but in seriousness, it's fantastic work. And folks, if you're living on the Gold Coast and you want a great way to beat the Rona Blues, get in touch with Brett. And Brett, what's the best way to do that? We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, now we're on LinkedIn, and that's the best way to get in touch with us. Great, Brett. Thanks so much for that. And mate, thanks so much for coming on the show, for being our very first guest. Loving it, Jeff, and congratulations on the show, mate. It's fabulous. Ah, well, Brad, of course, flattery will get you everywhere and it will also get you another spot on the show. <laughs> but seriously, though, Brett has many interesting tales to tell and we will be hearing some of those in future episodes. Anyway, we're going to move now straight into our next segment and that is Song of the Day. Now, the Song of the Day uh, relates to a song taken from my new album, Wherever We Go, There We Are, which is currently available on your streaming services and as a vinyl LP from my website. Now, today we're going to take a look at a track called Bad Dream. Now, this is the longest song on the album, clocking it at over six minutes, and so needless to say, I'm not going to play the whole song. I'm just going to play some bits of it and comment on those just for your entertainment. But if you'd like to hear the whole song and the whole album, please do check it out on the streaming services like Spotify, etc., etc., etc. Anyway, let's dig into the music. Here it is, Bad Dream. How could it possibly be bad To use up all the love you had And how could you possibly be wrong just believe you could believe in a song How could you possibly be right To lie awake every night And to end up on your own How could you possibly have known Yeah, so a lot of questions, a lot of questions there And of course... It's one of those songs which I suppose is about kind of self-soul-searching, you know, thinking, how did all this happen? And whose fault is it? That sort of stuff. Man, I think a lot of us have been there. And the words you thought to say Would one day take your world away How could you possibly have grown? How could it possibly have I think at this point, I wasn't quite sure what to write next, and I just, I don't know, just started writing stuff down and then looked at it later and thought, oh, that actually seems to work out okay. So, a bit of an instrumental section here, change of intensity, which I like. And, uh, but we're going to skip forward a little bit. Sometime long ago, somebody told you 
Never repeat your mistakes. Sorry is the word they never taught you. And you can have everything you can take. Everything you ever thought you ever needed. Everything you thought that you could get. Everything you would never need to pay for. Every time you made a bet. Suddenly your everything is nowhere to be seen. And you're locked inside a bad dream. Now the bad dream part bad dream. is coming up. As you will start to get a sense of now. Yeah, I do like the use of a, shall we say, an appropriate bit of soundscaping in a song. You know, just to link sections together. And so, uh, yeah, that's that. And then the song changes tack goes back into the piano motif and uh, it goes on and on and on and it has kind of a bookend effect it sort of starts and ends in a similar fashion but uh, I think we're going to leave that song there for the moment but if you do want to hear the rest please do check it out on Spotify anywho we're going to move now right into the next part of the show which as you might suspect is a crazy little thing called chef's thought of the day i just think about something i think it was the thought of the day i think i think it was the thought of the day yes welcome to thought of the day now I like a challenge as much as the next person. But in all seriousness, folks, I'm not a complete idiot. Having said that, though, there are times when I've thought to myself, can I ever really draw the line between something that's very difficult and absolutely impossible? See, when John F. Kennedy was selling America the space program back in the early 1960s, he made a speech in which he said something along the lines of, We are not going to the moon because it's easy. We are going because it's hard. Now, I thought that was a great speech, inspirational, up the yin-yang. But I couldn't help dwelling on that one line and wondering what other situations it could be applied to. For example, what if I were to use that as my logic for building a sports car out of matchsticks? I'm not going to do it because it's easy, but I'm going to do it because it's hard. And most people would say, yes, you're done right, it's hard, and you're bonkers. Well, 51 years later, we can look back at the technology that was available to NASA in the late 60s and reasonably suggest that going to the moon then would have been impossible and that the whole Apollo 11 mission thing was a big fat phony fraud filmed on a TV studio set and designed merely to piss off the Russians. Well, I think we now have plenty of evidence from all sorts of areas to confirm that, yes, the moon landing did in fact actually happen. But does that mean that I can actually build a sports car out of matchsticks? Ask me again in 51 years. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, that's thought of the day for another episode. Well, we've come to the end of yet another Wonderland Rainbow and it's time for me to shut down the rides and lock the gates. But before I do, I have a little confession to make. Now... I mentioned earlier on the show that today we were going to mix up the order of the segments in the show. But I didn't. Now, hands up, those of you who noticed. Okay. Uh, And now I want to see a show of hands for those of you who didn't notice but couldn't give a rat's anyway. Okay. All right. Well, um, anyway, I just like to keep you all guessing. And, uh, yeah... 
So there's always a surprise in store on the Wonderland, whether it's a special guest, me lying, uh, me saying something actually worth saying and something that's useful and sensible. But look, it's been great today. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Thanks again to my special guest, Mr. Brett Carnell. And I certainly hope you've all enjoyed the ride. And if you have, don't forget to hit that subscribe and or like or if you're on YouTube, thumbs up button depending on which thingy you happen to be listening to The Wonderland on. Now, remember, you can also drop me a line any old time on my website, that's jeffhealy.com, or by email at jeffhealy at yahoo.com. If you've got any questions, comments, suggestions, you name it, get in touch. So stay safe, everyone, play nice with the other kids, and I'll see you back here next week for another questionably enjoyable episode of My Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jack's Wonderland